Ladies and gentlemen, this is Friday and this is my last day of my English holiday. I have got about 25 minutes to record this final entry of my diary and uh, yeah, so this is the final word. I want to wrap this up by um, kind of summarizing what I have experienced here and um, I think this is gonna be published when I come back home you know maybe I'll need a few days to acclimatize I will be back to reality basically so uh, yeah we will see how this goes but obviously I've recorded more editions here but I'm going to um, start off with this one because uh, I think it's just the way it should be okay so overall this has been an amazing tremendous um, stupendous uh, extraordinary sensational wonderful holiday of course like like always six days in UK in terms of the podcasting above all I have got about two hours of the podcast with Luke Thompson from Luke's English podcast this is amazing I have recorded an episode with John from Bristol there is one special edition with Franta who came all the way from Brighton to speak on the podcast and hopefully before I um, set off from the Victoria station uh, I'm basically traveling back home by coach uh, which departs from the Victoria station at 5 p.m. London time uh, GMT but before that I'm supposed to record an episode with Monica because we didn't get round to it earlier. Monica was the girl who provided the accommodation for me. And um, not all people were up for recording episodes with me here. I can understand it uh, because uh, sometimes it was slightly awkward for them. Some of them felt shy um, and maybe some of them didn't understand uh, what I'm doing with this podcast, uh, you know, may, may have got scared or something. And this is also kind of symptomatic. Uh, the whole six days are not a single drop of rain. And on the last day, there is a thunderstorm outside. The wind um, is raging. Uh, it's interesting. <laughs> I'm going to experience some rain while carrying my heavy bag full of gifts, probably. Uh, from Monica's house, it's about 5 minutes, 10 minutes walk to the Victoria Underground Station. I'm taking the tube, of course, because I still have got the travel card, uh, which I bought for a week. And I mustn't forget to return the the oyster card, you know, this is the plastic card, because they will pay me back five pounds for it. Alright, I just paid for the deposit. Hopefully five pounds might come in handy, you know, you never know. I might need to go to the toilet on the Victoria Station or something. I don't know. Anyway, this has been an exciting holiday, as I said, but at the same time it was slightly depressive and also a bit difficult. Um... It's kind of hard to explain. I mean, obviously those of you who lived abroad for some time, you know, when I say some time, I mean at least half a year, um, better a year and more. You guys, you will probably understand what I'm talking about. Um, but certain people wouldn't understand. It doesn't co count if you go abroad for 
a week as holiday or something. But for me, this journey back to England, it has some special, special elements to it. It's some kind of a special sensation whenever I step on the British soil. Um, it's always some kind of a journey of self-discovery here. Also a bit of nostalgia. I uh, come back to the places I already know. And it just makes me feel slightly depressed. I think when I am on the bus, actually, or on the coach or whatever, I'm going to feel a, bit, a little bit down in the dumps. I already can see this coming, you know. It's just, I think it's just inevitable. It's just part of the thing, you know. Okay, so during my time here, I was, I have been really self-conscious, you know. I, I'm using present perfect because this time hasn't finished yet. It's about to, so I might as well use past simple, but uh, yeah, I'm basically practicing present perfect here. So, um... I've been self-conscious, you know, which means um, I've been aware of myself too much, you know. I was like um, looking, looking at myself in the mirror, basically, you know, S not literally, but I don't know if you understand what I'm talking about. But just my confidence level was really low. I was kind of testing my own English in the natural environment in Great Britain. There are hundreds of people who speak English much worse than me, but these people, they just kind of smashed me, you know. They, I don't know how to say this. Whenever I spoke to them in, during shopping or just sometimes got into an interaction by accident, it always made me feel slightly self-conscious and I wasn't as confident speaker as I usually am, which resulted in me um, appearing a bit awkward and maybe coming across as slightly ridiculous and, uh, um, you know, in self-confident kind of guy, you know. There are lots of immigrants who whose English is not so good and some of the shop assistants and people who got to meet me might have mistook, mistaken me for one of those, you know, one of the emigrants who don't speak English very well. Sometimes I felt like my English was intermediate level, okay, amazing, right? For, for someone who has got a degree in English teaching and who has got a lot of experience of uh, running a podcast, 70 episodes behind me, it's slightly ludicrous, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, I never felt like a tourist here, really. For me, it's always something special. For me, it's coming back to the places I know. And it's always about uh, considering going back. And I'll tell you about it um, later. Just need to check my time here. Okay, so I still have got about 18 minutes. I made some notes uh, uh, because I need to kind of think about what I want to say now. I mean... Um, Regarding the immigrants and experts, experts, experts in UK, I remember how it felt about nine years ago. It's never easy position, you know, for for people who come from different countries. They can't speak the language well. It's a culture shock. They are not always accepted by the society. Not only by the natives, but also by the other minorities. There is always some kind of friction and. Uh, pressure from the other from from the other people some people may consider you intruders you know 
And um, what you have to do if you want to survive and get by and make the ends meet and basically uh, get used to this, you have to find a job, you have to prove that you are more than capable of uh, fitting in this society, of assimilating. Uh, there is a, you, you can come up very fierce competition, so it's generally really difficult at start, but uh, if you press on, if you hold on, uh, if you hang in there, um, you may actually uh, be rewarded later on, um, and the reward can be a really, really good one, because you will discover yourself, you will gain a lot of experience, and um, possibly even learn the language. That's maybe the most important thing. So, um, you know, better for you, uh, like the, the idea is that you get to the state where you are treated with some dignity by either your friends, uh, the compatriots, the people around you, your colleagues at work, or the society as a whole, you know. If you meet British and you are using the language to such a level that even the native speakers find it pleasant, for them to speak to you, uh, then I think uh, you have kind of achieved uh, some very important objectives. It's really interesting, the, the thunder in the background. Uh, I think it's an interesting sound for you to experience, as well as for me, of course. But, um, yeah, on the whole, I was treated well. It was just uh, in my all in my mind. Uh, my mind was playing tricks with me, kind of. There was only one bad, very bad moment. Um, it was an um, English woman. I was on my way back um, uh, to Monica's. I was with Monica on a train, on a tube train, and we were heading to her home. It was on our first day we met, actually. And this woman was English, and she kind of looked like a prostitute. You know, she was dressed in this kind of, a, I don't know, you know, like a prostitute kind of way. And uh, she didn't really look healthy. She was slim and gaunt. And um, anyway, we didn't know about her until she started screaming. This was the first time of the day we actually spoke to each other in Czech with Monica. And she started shouting at us like, fuck off you fucking Polish. Go back to your country. I don't want to hear this Polish language here. Just go where you belong. This is England. We speak English here. And she went on like this to our disbelief. You know, I was like shocked because I was there on holiday. Monica's reaction was that we are not even Polish, you know. It's strange, but I think that generally Polish people are not liked here. I think it's probably due to the fact that there are so many of them, right? As far as I know, it's the second most spoken language in England. And... I think, um, like, sometimes the Eastern Europeans, they have it hard, you know, to, to have some kind of identity, because whenever you try speaking, even in English, you, you can't get rid of your Eastern European accent, and it can be similar to Polish one, if you are not a language or linguistic expert. So we are basically all put in one pigeonhole, and, you know, it's not a nice feeling, okay? So this this woman, she was just a total shock to me. I tried to say something funny, like I have actually studied English at university and um, I read Shakespeare and I'm going to see Shakespeare's play in a theater and stuff. But, you know, she didn't pay any attention to this. I don't think she knew about Shakespeare anyway.
but I didn't save it really. Like every time I said, I tried to say more and more just to defend ourselves. I wasn't arguing or anything, you know, she was so loud and angry. She must have been stoned or something. She must have been high, you know, probably on drugs because she even looked like that. But every time I tried to say something, it was like adding more wood into the fire, you know, making her even more and more indignant. She just couldn't stop. And at one point, she even said something absolutely ridiculous. She said that Rasputin, which I believe is from Russia, and she said Rasputin brought syphilis from Poland or something like that. And then she also said that Polish supported Germans in war, which is utterly unbelievable because it's absolutely nonsense because as we know both Czech as well as Polish pilots fought in the Battle of Britain to help the British actually so we never we never sided with I mean the Polish never sided with Germans they were the first ones to be attacked actually so this was uh, just amazing the stuff she said there was one British guy who actually tried to defend us a bit but she shouted at him too uh, it was a terrible terrible experience it lasted for about five minutes and when she left you know when she got off uh, like all the all the people around they started giggle giggling you know and looking at us like uh, they felt sorry for us basically most of them were British and some of them even spoke to us in a nice way and wished wished we a to have a good holiday and enjoy reading Shakespeare and and so on, you know. So it was it was really funny, but in a way, it could reflect how some British may feel about the immigrants. Uh, something I can partly understand. Obviously, this was extreme case of being um, super impolite, but I know some people might feel like this. On the other hand, it's not all the people, you know. It's just part of the society, and it's as I said, understandable. You know, immigrants, it's always a um, kind of hot issue, isn't it? Even in your countries. Think about your own countries. How do you treat immigrants? Yeah. It's always hard hard not to crack. Um, you know, now, I've always considered the option of coming back uh, to England, of course. Uh, it's not easy, though, to pluck up the courage because it's a huge life change. What I would have to do is to leave my house, uh, which I have in Podjebrady, and also my dog. I don't know how I would do it. I would have to speak to my aunt and cousin if they could take him or something. And regarding the house, first I need to finish some changes there. I'm kind of rebuilt, or having it rebuilt rather than building it myself. And um, once this is finished, uh, I don't know, I could maybe rent it, but, you know, just could be a good way to earn a little money and perhaps uh, you know it's better if someone actually lives in your house while you're away this is just i'm considering this option of going back and then i would have to find a job here in london which might be really hard and uh, you know i'll tell you later about it actually i have got some kind of a plan but you know it's always hard to find a job and I'd, I wouldn't want to do some menial work, you know, some menial job, because I'm an English teacher. I can teach English. I know it's slightly ridiculous to go to uh, to the lion's den, you know. I'm going to... I'm basically... There is one Czech saying that says, um, there is no use taking the wood into the, into the forest, you know. And I, I can, I, maybe you understand what I'm talking about. I would teach English in the, in the country of native speakers. Being a non-native speaker, 
slightly ridiculous idea but on the other hand there are so many people who do this here you know so many people who are not natives so i'm still thinking i could do it you know zdenek you can do it you just have to believe in yourself and my friends basically were supporting me in this with this idea well, another thing is finding accommodation. It's never easy. I've um, had the experience of living among some Czech friends and there are always some problems. You know, it's a shared house. People are just people. There are a lot of disagreements and betrayals and a lot of stories which happen on a daily basis and you have to trust each other a lot because you live in a shared house, different individuals, not always easy, sometimes different nationalities as well. So regarding coming back, obviously now I'm going back to the Czech Republic, but regarding regarding coming back uh, story, um, I think I could come back once more for a holiday, for a short holiday. It could be done because I designated or allocated some kind of budget for this holiday and it was 600 pounds actually. And I managed to save 200 pounds, which has never happened to me before. So uh, I feel like I can do it again. Maybe I'll go with my friend Miloš this time. But um, what's even more important for me is to consider the idea of going back, of living here actually, of uh, coming back here, living here, working here for an unspecified amount of time. And I would like to work here as a teacher of English, as a second language. This is just something I want to stress out. I don't want to do anything else here. Of course, I would have to concede this possibility of ending up in a different kind of industry. But hopefully, it wouldn't take me long before I actually managed to uh, quit such such kind of jobs. And um, and I would go, go on to teaching English. I feel I can't improve my English properly in the Czech Republic anymore. So coming back here would be ideal opportunity for my career growth and I think I would have to go with somebody, you know, would be slightly better and more convenient and just we would support each other, P perhaps a girlfriend or a friend, but it would have to be someone I really trust, someone I can rely on, uh, because, you know, friend in need is a friend indeed, isn't it? You know, I would need to go through massively difficult process of, of acclimatization. The language, I don't think that would be a problem, but it still would take me some time. I just experienced that it's not easy to uh, be able to recognize all the different accents here. It, it would take me some time, but not very long regarding the language. But uh, maybe it would be more difficult con considering the lifestyle, which is much more different here. It's like everybody's rushing, everybody's fast, you know, fast-paced life, um, a lot of fast food and... Um, it's really, really different. Also, finding a job to get started, it's always so hard. How long would I survive without a job, you know? Uh, I would have to have a contingency plan. I would maybe have to go for something not so lucrative, some manual job just for time being. And, um, you know, in order to move up, sometimes you have to take a step back. So perhaps I would have to go through this, although this is not something I want to do. I just... I would just want to plunge into teaching straight away if it were possible. So my plan, okay, I'll, I'll just um, foreshadow you my plan. 
this has not been still kind of written down, but it's in my head, okay? So, I think I'm gonna teach one more year in the Czech Republic. Uh, in about a month, I will start teaching for a hotel school. This is a half-year job. Then the second second half of the school year, which will be in spring, I will probably have some work at the UYOP school, uh, hopefully with the foreign students, as I usually do. With, this would be the third time in a row. So uh, I haven't heard any complaints about me, so hopefully I will be able to do what I did uh, uh, this year and the year before. And, of course, I will work teaching in the Czech Republic. I will also try to study a bit more, you know, concentrate on my English and uh, do this podcast because this is ultimately helping me too. Um, I'm sure this is something you wanted to hear, right? And um, sometime in June or July, I would like to take the TEFL or CELTA exam, which is an international exam for teachers. My friend Adela says that my university degree would be recognized here in England, but it's a slightly complicated process because I would have to live here for some time before they send me this approval. I don't know why this is so complicated, but I still think, you know, I would go for this CELTA or TEFL exam, which I can take even in Prague. There is, of course, big con, and that's the price. It's quite expensive for me. It's in terms of British currency, it costs about 1,000 British. Oh no, 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 no! Sorry, it's it could cost about yeah, it could cost about 1,000 pounds, which is a lot of money. Okay. Um, anyway, I think it would be better for me to take this exam because it would boost my confidence. Uh, because I would be in contact with a lot of native speakers, because these exams are not taken by Czechs, really, in the Czech Republic. They are more or less taken by native speakers who want to teach all around the world, okay? So that would be cool. I would be among native speakers. Plus, I think it would be a piece of cake for me, because I already know the stuff like methodology and uh, linguistics. It's easy for me, you know? And I know how to teach. This is kind of a more practical exam. I would also meet maybe new friends, new native speakers, and get some interesting contacts. Uh, maybe, you know, later someone might pull some strings for me, um, you know, could put a word for me somewhere in London. I mean, they have these contacts with the language school, so you never know, this could work. So I think I will go for this. Uh, this could be probably the best thing to do, you know. But why go? Why go to England? Ever since I came back to the Czech Republic, I have considered this option. Eight, it was about nine years ago, before I went to university. I always knew I would want to come back one day. So why go? Well, probably because this could be my last chance, you know. I would always maybe regret not trying this, not going for this. Just, you know, I would die knowing that I haven't tried to do it, you know. Like, this is my dream. I have to pursue my dream. I have to um, give it a go. That's what Franta says, by the way. My friend Franta says, you have to do it, man. If it's in your head, you have to do it. So I'm thinking, I need to do it. Okay, so this holiday has been great, but also difficult. I think you can hear it in my voice that it's kind of... It's in two minds, so to speak. It's hard to explain, really. Well, I have seen Franta, I've seen John, Adela, 
Carolina, Monica, Ethan, Gabina. I've seen a lot of people. And there were some new people I met, uh, like Milan. And uh, above all, Luke from Luke's English Podcast. Uh, it, which really hardly felt like meeting a new friend. Because I know Luke from Luke's English Podcast. But uh, he didn't know me really in person. Like I did know him. So... It was a nice uh, moment, really. I think I've told you a lot about Luke already. And I have also bought a lot of things, like clothes, gifts for my family and friends. But also for self-study. Really good English books. They cost a lot of money. But uh, I bought them anyway, because I want to, uh, I want to do some studying, really. You know, I bought some advanced English vocabulary and grammar books. I'll tell you more about them later. Uh, maybe I will use these books to create some new episodes, because they could be a good source of episodes. Okay, so I have been self-conscious. I have been less confident than usual. I have made some language blunders. I have had to ask what people meant several times, ridiculously, as I misunderstood what they said. But overall... This has been an amazing holiday. Right, and I've got a phone call now. I have to take it, I'm afraid. Hello. Ano, prosím, co se děje? Prosím vás, já jsem teďka v Anglii. Já si myslím, že možná za to ještě asi platím i. Takže já asi nebudu s váma volat teď. No. Tak jo, naschle, naschle. Okay, this was really ridiculous. You have just witnessed me speaking in Czech. Well, what happened was that they called me. I had a phone call from O2 from the Czech Republic. And uh, instead of me immediately um, just hanging up, what I did was I exp I was explaining them that I'm in England. And this phone call must cost me an arm and leg. So it was a, it was a mistake, listeners. I shouldn't have answered that call. But, you know, it was multitasking. I'm a man. And I was recording the podcast. And uh, I wasn't thinking. I wasn't thinking straight. But anyway, um, another, another maybe proof that this is real. I'm still in England. Not for long. But I am, but I'm not gonna be anymore. Anyway, um, I'm going to miss this play, I have to tell you. Uh, play? No, I didn't mean play. Although this, this was a play in a way, it was a game. No, I meant place. I'm going to miss this place a lot. Overall, it has been a fantastic holiday. Like always, there are always some pros and cons to everything. So, this is part of the package. I tried to go with the flow. And I really enjoyed it here and uh, I'm glad I got together with my friends and, you know, I hope there is, a, I hope another chapter will be written to this English or let's say London episode in my life and hopefully it will be written in a very thick font. I hope I'm in for something extraordinary in my life and it will be here in London and England and hopefully it will be connected with the profession of an English teacher. We will see what happens. Thank you for listening to this diary of mine. I've been doing this for the first time in my life, so be tolerant a little bit. I know it wasn't perfect. I know there were some mistakes. Sometimes I was uh, very emotional after certain experiences and events here and occasions. So, um, But, you know, I, I'm, I think it may add 
to some kind of atmosphere and you can soak up this atmosphere as you listen to it. I'll be glad if you come back to me uh, with any sort of feedback, like always, you are encouraged and welcome to uh, post some comments on uh, Stanix English Podcast Facebook group as well as uh, the audioboo.fm and uh, maybe you can even record some audio comments. Anyway, um, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope it was interesting for you in in some way and um, I'll be back soon with some of the interviews I recorded for Stanix English Podcast and uh, obviously i think I'm going to start with the one with the king. The king? Who is the king? No, there is no king now in England. There's the queen, the queen Elizabeth. But no, no, I meant Luke the king. Luke from Luke's English Podcast. I think I'm going to start off with uh, the triple episode with Luke. But I have to do this when I go back. There's a lot of work ahead of me, a lot of editing and stuff. So just you wait for it, okay? Bye.